Welcome to another episode of It's Just Pennies. This is the Stock Whisperer. Before you enjoy today's episode, let me just state this. I am not a financial advisor, so if you're looking for financial advice, please seek an investment professional. The episode that you're about to hear is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Hello, OTCers. I hope you have been enjoying PSG study sessions. There are not many left. I think it's something like two or three more chapters. So as I mourn over my Bengals loss in the Super Bowl, I won't hold you all up and let's get right into the study session. Remember, it's always good to get other people's thoughts on the same book just in case you missed anything or you struggle with interpreting something. So please enjoy today's study session. Chapter 14. Welcome back. This is PSG. Uh, last week we reviewed uh, Chapter 13. Um, which was entitled Technical Analysis with Penny Stocks. This week, we're going over Chapter 14. Uh, it's going to be in, entitled 10 Rapid Results Tactics. So within this chapter, we're going to go over getting to know the product or service being sold, comparing the penny stock company to the competition, gauging whether a company is in its, I'm sorry, gauging where a company is within its life cycle, um, and adapting your portfolio to best capture stock market gains. So without further ado, let's get going. Um, within this chapter, um, they start off by expressing the importance of calling the company. Most people do not call the company for whatever reason. They may feel as though they're nervous or they don't have the right questions or that they're not even sure that the company will be able to provide certain answers. Um, I do feel like that's completely incorrect. Um, I feel like you do have to shoot your shot like the book says. Go ahead and reach out to the company. Um, sometimes they'll be able to answer some questions and some doubts you may have had um, within a few minutes uh, to save you a lot of um, extra, uh, doing a lot of extra due diligence. So um, just be um, aware that this is very important to do. And although many investors may not call the company, you being um, or aspiring to be a great investor have to understand that you should get used to and be comfortable doing these things. Um, another uh, point that they talk about is averaging up, um, averaging up and averaging down. So within averaging up, um, averaging up is basically going to mean you're literally buying shares higher than what you initially bought them. Um, you see the beneficial um, expectations and beliefs within the company so you um you add more on the way up um the, the book doubles down to talk about how less experienced investors tend to average down and how that can be like catching a falling knife um for me um if you've been following and reading within this book having a understanding the technical um analysis side and the fundamental analysis side if the fundamentals have um are still intact and haven't changed understand that um it can be okay to average down. Um, I feel like it's it depends on your experience and your perception of what you think this company is going to do. Um, they could be um, looking at averaging down as a chance to buy more shares. So if you're in for the long haul, as it goes back up, you're making more money. So that's just it. Just all depends on how you look at things. Um, moving on, um, you need to understand and not confuse the, the differences of market risk and company risk. So uh, within company risk, that's going to involve anything related to the specific stock of the corporation you're investing in. What the hell does that mean? Um, things along the lines of 
losing a big customer, losing a court case, or posting very weak financial results. Um, we've talked about it in, a, I believe, in a few previous chapters. You got to get comfortable and used to um, reading financials, um, being able to look at the net income, the debt ratio, um, see how much dilution they have. Um, all the things, all these, excuse me, all these things are very important indicators to decide um, if you're going to be staying around mid, short, or long term um, as an investor. Um, try the product. Use the service. Um, this is also very underrated in my opinion because a lot of people won't try the product. How can you know how good it is if you don't try the product? Um, sometimes trying the product can tell you a lot more about the company than you realize. So understand that, uh, the importance of trying the product and how this can be beneficial. Um, compare the wares. So within this, this is also looking at you need to be um, in tune with the competition within the market of the companies you are investing in. Um, the reason this is very important, um, you got to see what the competition is offering. If you know what else is out there, you might want to invest in something else in the, um, that the competition may have that's better. So you need to be able to gauge that and do some pretty good due diligence to understand, hey, what the company that you're taking a chance on is, um, has and Hmm, if it stands out from the competition, um, mid, short, and long term. So it's up to you. Um, as always, I say, um, as descriptive as you is, that would be as, as successful as you will be. Um, moving along, paper trading is what they dabble on. Um, starting out, a lot of people won't paper trade. They'll use their money, uh, just jump right in. Um, for me, I never paper traded. That's not to say it wouldn't have been more effective and I couldn't have learned more and lost less starting out. Um, the law of averages just starting out. If you're not paper trading, you're just jumping in. Most people are not seasoned enough, haven't done enough due diligence and put in enough work reading these books and stuff to really have a, a sound basis of making great decisions. So uh, just understand the pros and cons of paper trading. Um, you can look at it like, well, you found some winners and you didn't make money, or you can look at it like you're really paying for your experiences on the fly. Um, a lot of people aren't used to losing money. So I do highly recommend paper trading for starting out. If you're not used to stomaching certain losses and percentage gains, I'm sorry, percentage drops. Um, newer investors, um, as they mentioned in the book, absolutely should start off by paper trading to um, ease their mind a little bit and to grow. Um, Moving along, um, the corporate cycle is very important as well. Um, I feel like a lot of people um, get caught up in the day-to-day -day volume and why stock is going up and down that day versus also understanding where is the company within its cycle. Um, the book dabbles down on four different um, company phases and you need to be sure that you take these to heart. Um, it's going to be the startup phase, the growth phase, the maturity phase and the decline phase. Um, so you need to be um, doing your reading and understanding where the company is. Is it just starting out? Are they just starting to give an idea, a product, introducing um, the growth phase? You need to understand within the growth phase um, the, the fu fundamental strength that the company may have, um, the increase in revenues, um, their sales, and their debt. Um, the maturity phase, um, companies, uh, like it says, uh, mature companies typically have their finances in much better order 
um, than when they're in their early phases, um, quite naturally. So um, growth slows and shares are value based on earnings capability. So you need to be uh, doing your research to know where on the timeline the company is and the level of patience that you're going to also have as well. And the decline phase, um, you need to be able to understand sometime when you need to maybe get off the ship and go find maybe a new company that can provide more gains because the story is just coming to life. So timeline is very important as well as understanding and being realistic with your level of patience. Um, driving the share price, um, you need to understand that throughout the week and daily volume, there's going to be times where a company may... Um, the percentages may go up or down and they might not have any news. Um, there's a lot of factors that can be um, tied to that. Uh, for me, um, I usually look at it as retail investors. Um, who knows? Sometimes it could be hedge funds dumping shares or adding shares. So um, there's a lot of variables, but most importantly is your level of patience and your due diligence. Being able to see, hey, if, um, hey, I can sit in this company um, at this price per price per share. And if it drops here because um, it hasn't been some news and fundamentals are intact, I don't mind adding. So there's a lot of different ways you can play that. Um, but yeah, you'll see a lot of days companies uh, going up and down and people are like, what's going on? What's going on? Trying to figure out if it's dilution. Um, just a couple of retailers, uh, sellers may have just sold out um the company could be being shorted so it's just you have to really have a lot of different variables and tools at your arsenal to be able to decipher hey what the heck is really going on um also i like how the book points out uh search for media coverage um you might be able to look on twitter they might have a lawsuit i mean there's um there's so many different ways of being able to sometimes sift through and find out why a company might really be going up or down without any significant recent news. Short interest, hard to get away from it. It's a part of almost every company. Um, shorters make money. Simply put, um, the good ones do. Companies go up, companies go down. Um, law of averages, most retail sellers are impatient, so they're usually not holding a company that long, which might explain sometimes the daily decline. They simply got out, didn't have patience, didn't care to wait, looking for an entry point at a lower position possibly. Last but not least, the book points out uh, the difference uh, between pinpoint investing and diversifying. Um, I love this portion as well, um, almost just as much as I love the knowing the corporate life cycle because um, some people get too wrapped up on diversifying. They over-diversify. And then when the company moves, they're not really seeing a significant portfolio change. Um, I like that they stuck with um, the importance of just having your eyes on maybe five good key companies. Um, because there's a lot that goes on with these different companies. Um, shareholder updates, acquisitions, I mean, dilution. There's a lot of different things. And some people try to get into a whole bunch of different companies and they almost spread themselves too thin because... Their portfolio isn't moving up um, as much as they want when the company does go up. And also because of, where are we? Diversifying. Oh, also because they're just in way too many stocks. Um, it, it will slow you down if you feel like you need to be in a lot because you're not going to be able to keep up with a lot of it. Now, most people don't really track every company they're in, sad to say. But 
for us, the ones that want to be decent, good, and great, we actually do, and we're okay with being a few companies that are quality because when they move, we're able to see significant gains. It's up to you. The choice is yours. Just be able to align your patience with your portfolio goals to keep your sanity, especially when starting out. Um, I hope this does give a good idea of Chapter 14 overview. Um, next week, we'll be going over Chapter 15. We literally are almost at the end. Two more chapters left, 15 and 16. Uh, chapter 15 will focus on 10 trading truths. Um, they're going to focus on arming yourself with secret weapons for investing, gaining insights into the true workings of the stock market, and finding profits in the movements of shares. So hopefully you got something out of this. Um, as I always mention, I'm not a financial advisor. This is simply a lot of research and due diligence I've been able to apply and gain um, over the course of nine years. And as always, only apply what works best for you. All right, this is PSG. I'm out. You take care. This concludes today's study session. As always, if you can, please rate, write a review if the platform you're listening to allows you to do so. If you have any questions or topic requests, please email me at pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Again, that's pennystockwhisperer at gmail.com. Other than that, have a good day and see you later.